And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed. There's a lot more yawning these days. Have you noticed that? Yeah. And the bad thing about yawning, it's contagious. Now, I'm not a scientist, but I do know that's true. You see somebody else yawn, all of a sudden, you got to yawn. Do you know what helps to curtail the yawning? How about a great night's rest at Motel 6? Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price you will love when you use the code CP Red Eye. That's the letters CP Red Eye, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel 6 and help curtail the yawning. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. Now, it's Red Eye Radio. Gary McNamara and Eric Harley talk about everything from politics to social issues and news of the day. Whether you're up late or you're just starting your day, welcome to the show. From the Uniden America Studios, this is Red Eye Radio. All across America and around the world, we are Red Eye Radio, 866-90-RED-EYE. Breaking news overnight. I can't even do it. I, but, but it was breaking news overnight. Yeah. <laughs> Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey did not leave together from the stadium last night. There, I, were, there were other massively well-known uh, public figures at games yesterday. Mm-hmm. OJ was at the Bills game. All right. It was it was horrible though when he shouted, "Man, the Bills are killing it!" Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently, he suspects that the real killers were somewhere at Highmark Stadium for that game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Somebody wrote. They said he acts as if it doesn't didn't even happen because he's talking about he's doing this whole thing. It was on it was on X. <laughs> mm. <laughs> And he's, uh, I just, I listened for five or six seconds. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not going to hear this. I'm not going to listen to this crap. He was, he was talking about the game and like analyzing the game like he used to. It's just like, nobody whoa. cares what you have to say about the game. It's like, you know, that, that was the biggest game of the, you know, they, they say, whoever they are. <laughs> It was the biggest game of the weekend. And so the one thing that was missing was OJ's perspective. Yeah. A lot of people apparently were ticked off. Uh, I know some people said they were going to count how many times the camera switched or, you know, focused on Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. Someone wrote 59. I don't know if that was true or not. 59 times they went to her in the box. I 
don't know who cares to count that. <laughs> well, it would show the media because that's the story for me. I mean, Kevin the... Tober and those guys. <laughs> Kevin's got to do it. <laughs> I don't know whether that's true or not. I, I It was the biggest. When I, like I said, I woke up. Yeah, I went to sleep about five o'clock and I, whatever time I woke up, I don't remember what it was, but I just flicked on the TV and I'm just, you know, okay, let me just go through before I go back to sleep again. And all of a sudden there I am. And there she is right there. I didn't see mm-hmm. the football game first. The camera was right on her and I went, wow, how many times? Is <laughs> and then when I went back to sleep and woke up later on, just seen on social media, so I think there was over 59 times that the cameras switched to her. It's the mm-hmm. media obsession with, it was the same thing with, with uh, Megan and Harry. Yeah. The media obsession with it. And I don't know what, I don't know what draws people into that to the extent that it does. I, maybe that's why I'm interested in it because it's a complete mystery because I could care less. I really, I mean, I, I don't care. I mean, I wish everybody the best. I'm not jealous of anybody. Jealousy is, thank goodness, something that, uh, and I'm sure because of my parents, was something that, you know, I never really thought of. I really didn't care what anybody else was doing, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and, but live and let live. But you do notice, when, when you observe for a living, you do notice certain media obsessions and you ask then why and they'll say well because there's an audience yeah but you guys are hitting it with with an uh, uh, what i view as an unusual obsession with it yeah it's to me it 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 goes beyond what what it would warrant yeah yeah one glance into the, you know, into the box where they're all gathering or whatever and watching the game. All right. One story yeah. on them being a couple. Okay. But to the point of breaking news, they left separately. <laughs> of course they did. And now for a segment called Just Something I've Noticed, brought to you by our friends at Motel 6. Just Something I've Noticed, bargain hunting is back. I mean, bargain hunting's always been around. We always love a great deal. But man, everywhere you look, people are bargain hunting. You know, there's so many great ways to find great deals. Hey, I have a great find in your bargain hunting journey. Book online at motel6.com. Use the code CPREDEYE to get 15% off your stay at Motel 6 or Studio 6. With almost 1,500 locations across the country, there's almost always a Motel 6 or Studio 6 nearby. And truck parking is available at most locations. Enjoy a clean, comfortable room at a price that's a real bargain when you use the code CPREDEYE. That's the letters CPREDEYE, all one word, for 15% off your stay at Motel6.com. That is a bargain. That's just something I've noticed. Brought to you by Motel 6. 
What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. See, me, I'd rather see the guy, the huge fat guy with his shirt off going, yeah! Yeah. <laughs> right. That's a, <laughs> It's a football game. That's a fan who cares about the game. Yeah. I want to I watch football. And so I, that's, to, to me, and it's been around for the longest time. Mm-hmm. I mean, my... I, I think back, I mean, I can still remember Camelot. It was Camelot. This need of Americans to have, and the media, the media and many Americans, to have some type of fakeness in people that is viewed as, like, the royalty. Yeah. Thank thank goodness Robert Kennedy Jr. has destroyed that completely. Nobody looks like, oh, the Camelot, well, that describes him. Um, yeah, that, that was the end of Camelot. Right there. The end of, yeah. An actual Kennedy was the end of the whole Kennedy-Camelot <laughs> thing. I, that was just, I always thought as a kid that was even ridiculous. Yeah. You know, in high school, whatever, because it kept growing and growing. And then, you know, you get to just these other people that, you know, and, and I guess pop stars fit that you know, to some realm, but then it even gets, there's, you know, this Travis Kelsey thing, you know, with, with her got to just a level of just bizarreness. You know, we've had the obsession with the royalty in Great Britain, which still blows my mind. I have no idea why I can sit there and go, okay, I understand the tradition of what you're trying to do, but let's not, let's not overemphasize the importance of, of it to begin with. Mm-hmm. You know, and so the whole Megan Harry thing is just to me just been I I don't care, but I'm really interested to the people that are obsessed and the media that is obsessed by it, why? I don't quite understand it. I I never have. I've never understood that type of insane pop craziness. I can appreciate what you do. And even when I was a young person, I really never went for autographs. It just wasn't a thing. I just wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, it was like I'd rather meet you, shake your hand and say, you really do a great job. I really admire what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, you do, you know, you, you put in a lot of work and <laughs> that work makes a lot of people happy. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And then I'm done. I don't want to, I don't want to gawk. No. You know, I don't want to no. gawk at them. It's just like that. To me, if it would make me feel uncomfortable, I, I would think that it would make them feel uncomfortable, even though many of them live for it, <laughs> live for the attention. Yeah, uh, I mean. But yeah. I wouldn't want to be, you and I talked about it, I would never want to be a Taylor Swift, ever. I, I I'd never want to. how you yeah. could, you know, go day to day and, and have your life. Yeah, that would be the thing. It's the privacy. You know, and uh, I wouldn't want that. No. That isn't worth it. No, it's not. 
Now, I, we, I, I, can, I won't speak for you. I can say that as an old man mm. <laughs> that has acquired a little bit of wisdom. <laughs> Not a lot, but a little bit. No, I wouldn't want to. Yeah, there's, um, well, first of all, you're famous, but then you're also famously wealthy. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's the lifestyle you would have to live in that case where you'd have, you know, people around you and handlers. Well, and it becomes especially all, dangerous, uh, too, when, when there are people that have that obsession and, oh, yeah, and take it, oh, yeah, you know, uh, over the top and it becomes dangerous. I don't think I could handle having security, assistance. And you would need it. Chefs. Yeah. And you, you have and, to have and you, all I, of it. I know you. When you get to that level, you do actually. And I would feel. I guess I would feel that 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 part of that I'd be trapped in my life. Yeah. And how do I get out of this? Right. And it's like you really can't. Right. Well, unless you move up to the Northwest Territories, and well, I mean, you would have to. Well, think about that. You would have to. <laughs> And, and then, be somewhere where there are no people. And I enjoy being around people, but I wouldn't enjoy being in such an unpredictable situation. I'm sorry. I sh- can't do the Northwest Territories anymore because uh, Trudeau is still over the Northwest Territories. So they would know exactly where you are at every single moment, what you're doing, what pronouns you were using. So you mm-hmm. really, I can't use it. Well, just tell them you're a Nazi and then they would give you your room. <laughs> They'd give you plenty of room. <laughs> Go to the border. <laughs> Your purpose here? To promote Nazism. Come oh, on in. Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> we'll take care of you. Parliament's ready to give you a standing ovation. Yeah. Yeah. What do you need? Just let us know what you need. No, it. there's been a lot of political mistakes, but a politi- that, that is one for the ages. That really is. No, it, that's it, one for the ages. It's it's one that will that one will burn for a long, long time. That one is going to be a scar for a long, long time. I mean, I it's it's it goes beyond gaff because a number of people had to make that event happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, the speaker quit. Speaker resigned in Canada, right? Because of it, and it's not something that the guy did recently. No. He did this generations ago. Was he 98? I think the guy was 98 years old. Right. And it was like when they put it all together. Well, okay, but he fought in Ukraine against somebody. that, And that just shows you. I mean, I talk about, we talk about the ignorant society we live in that Mm -hmm. just, you know, education just isn't being taught. And someone went, someone in Canada went, excuse me, um, this person fought. Ukrainian fought against the Russians, then he had to be a Nazi. They did the research. Oh, yeah, right. he was a Nazi. Yeah, it was a Nazi. Oh. Because it was the Nazis fighting the Russians. Right. They Absolutely. got to the point of a standing ovation. Yeah. That's mind-boggling. Well, that's the attention to detail you get. Absolutely. 
Oh yep. my God! Yep. We'll I just, just ignore history. We won't. We don't care about the truth. But this is what happens when you don't. This is, in part, a result of rewriting history, of revisionist history, over and over again. It, it because it is quite likely that the majority of the people in that chain of events that led up to that day of them giving him a standing ovation didn't put it together because they didn't know history. Yeah. That's how you get there. Ignorance. All right, coming up, the COVID poll Mm. and the automobile strike. It's like, here's the headline here. Uh, Biden-Trump visits fall flat for auto workers uh, getting ready for long strike. Yeah. It's like, right. The auto workers ask, "Ah, they're just all politicians. And what it seems like they all want is the the complaint, massive subsidies to build electric vehicles. We want part of it. Right. You're you're dead as a union if you think that's your growth. Yep. 866-90-RED-EYE. This morning's USDA Farm Report is brought to you by Howes Products. Tested, trusted, guaranteed since 1920. Among the delegation of USDA's recent agricultural trade mission to Chile, representatives from various state departments of agriculture. What are their thoughts about the potential of future and increased sales of their farm and food goods to the South American market? This has been a great opportunity to really work on the relationships I report and build a better understanding and appreciation for the Chilean culture, but also areas in where we can complement each other, given the fact that our growing seasons are opposite of each other. Seeing opportunities for us, for our Colorado producers, especially beef, dairy, beverages, consumer-facing products that we've seen the opportunities here, but also what we can take home and see as complimentary from our chilling partners as well. North Dakota Ag Commissioner Doug Goring and Colorado Ag Commissioner Kate Greenberg, respectively. 11 state ag department and commission representatives participated in the Chilean Ag Trade Mission. I'm Rod Bain reporting for the U.S. Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. This report brought to you by Cenex Fuels and Lubes. Get in touch with Red Eye Radio, toll free at 866-90-RED-EYE. It's Friday Radio, and he's Eric Carley, and I'm Gary McNamara. All right, latest poll among U.S. adults, 52% say they will probably or definitely not get the new COVID-19 vaccine, according to the latest Kaiser Family Foundation monitor poll. Uh, 23% of adults definitely plan to get the vaccine, while another 23% will probably get it. Among the people who say they definitely or probably We'll get the new shot. Most are Democrats and or at least 65 years old, the Mm -hmm. poll found. Mm -hmm. 70% of Democrats plan to get the new vaccine. 24% of Republicans. What about independents? They don't show independents here. A survey was conducted between September 6th and the 13th. 
Independents have not decided yet. They're going to wait for both sides. <laughs> had a doctor's appointment last week, and I asked him about about it. Uh, uh, about it, and he just went, hmm. And just you know, sat there and he, he looks at, looks at my chart, everything else. He goes, "Well, you know, you're you you've got the two underlying conditions, mm-hmm. type two diabetes, but it's under control, mm-hmm. and you're old in that risk group, but you're not really old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying that I'm in really good health and and good shape, and uh, and he said, and the type two is not, you know." You're under control. Remember, I asked that question way back when, when they said diabetes. And I said, under control, it's not the same. If you've got, if you're under control, which means, you know, you're not doing any damage to your body, then you're not right. an underlying condition. Right. So he just said, eh, your choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't tell me not to, didn't tell me to. He goes, you, he said, yeah, no. He goes, you know, all the stuff's not going to stop transmission, not going to stop you from getting it, but. He said, uh, you probably got it already and didn't know it. I, I think at this, part, at, at this part uh, or at this point, uh, we're, we're at the point where everyone believes in herd immunity and also knows what their own immunity is. Well, here's a question. Those, yeah. those are the only people that are going to be concerned <clears throat> about it. Those who greatly are concerned about their own immunity. And this question hasn't been answered. If... You know, let's say, uh, you know, you got it a last point. I don't even know what the time frame is. And let's say the last shot you got was a year and a half ago. Mm-hmm. All right. You probably were exposed to it. I, I don't know. Dozens of times. Yeah. You know, we talk about herd immunity, but it's still been around. COVID didn't disappear. It's still there. Mm-hmm. You know, probably a lot of people had minor, you know, they didn't test it because their symptoms were minor. But right. this thing has constantly still been around and people have been catching it mm-hmm. and not knowing. You retain that immunity, do you not? Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. From the Uniden America Studios. And I'm Gary McNamara along with Eric Harley. Gary, the Dallas County Sheriff's Office is working with the North Texas Crime Stoppers to solve the fatality accident that occurred Thursday, September 21st between 6.05 a.m. and 6.10 a.m. Central Time. The NTCS is now offering up to $5,000 reward and Oak Farms Dairy has upped uh, their reward of an additional $15,000, throwing that in for information that leads to the arrest and indictment of the suspect involved in running over Arlington police officer Darren McMichael. Um, they're actively investigating the accident that, again, occurred just after 6 a.m. on I-20 uh, near the St. Augustine Drive exit. 
This is westbound I-20 in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. They're seeking the community's assistance in locating and identifying what they describe as a dark-colored Dodge or Chrysler-type vehicle and identifying the, the driver that was involved in the accident and fled the scene. So for our truck drivers out there, uh, going back and forth, if you were on westbound I-20 that morning, again, this goes back to September 21st uh, of this year. And it was just after 6 a.m. between 6.05 and 6.10 a.m. If you witnessed anything um, out of the ordinary that morning, please contact North Texas Crime Stoppers at 877 373 8477 again 877 373 8477 or you can call 214 373 8477 and uh again they're looking for uh what they describe as a dark colored Dodge Chrysler type vehicle uh, I've heard it in the in the media they described it as a sedan and they want to get the identity of the driver that was involved uh, what had happened is Officer McMichael uh, was on his way to work on his motorcycle. He was traveling behind an SUV. That SUV stopped or or, or slowed down uh, very quickly, and then he hit that SUV. The driver of that SUV, by the way, uh, stayed on the scene, but after Officer McMichael hit that other SUV, uh, he was in traffic. He had fallen over into traffic. And then the other car that they're looking for, the owner of that car they're looking for, ran over Officer McMichael. He later died of his injuries. And so, again, authorities are looking for any information you may have if you're a truck driver and you were on westbound I-20 the morning of September 21st between uh, 6.05 and 6, 6.10 a.m., uh, that's uh, would have been I-20 and St. Augustine Drive, westbound lanes. Uh, if any of the trucking companies out there in this area want to put the word out for any of their drivers who may have been on that stretch of road at that time, the authorities would greatly appreciate it. Uh, more uh, on this uh, poll on, uh, on COVID regarding giving uh, the new covid shot to children more than half of parents say they probably or definitely will not do so despite the fact that the cdc uh, recommends it for children six months and older Mm -hmm. when it comes to other illnesses including measles mumps rubella most adults 68 percent and parents 55 percent support requiring vaccines for healthy children however 43 percent uh, of parents and 31% of adults believe the vaccination of kids should be left up to the parents. The people surveyed said that they are more likely to get the flu shot and the new RSV vaccine than they are to get the new COVID vaccine. My doctor did bring up the RSV vaccine, but said they really recommend it. I think it was over 70 years of age hmm. for that respiratory disease. Okay. That's uh that is uh, out there. He did ask me if I had a tetanus shot in a while. I said, I don't remember. He goes, then get one. <laughs> yeah, that actually happened a couple of years ago mm-hmm. with my doctor. 
said, we don't have a tetanus uh, on record for you over the last decade. You want to get one? I said, yeah, sure. And I got one. Have they talked about the flu vaccine this year at all? I've already gotten mine, yeah. No, I don't mean whether you got it, but Mm. did they talk about whether how accurate they believe it will be? Well, we won't know that until after flu season. Oh, okay. I thought that they, I thought that they gave a, that they would give a, 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 I don't know if it's a prediction, but an early analysis of, of what they, of what they're thinking, because they know that the uh, flu viruses that are out there now, even if people aren't getting them. Yeah, but they won't know the accuracy until we actually go through a bit of that flu season. They're going to have to get some time behind us in order to find that out. I know last year it was like I got from the pharmacy mm-hmm. for the flu, like in August. So mm-hmm. I went and they went, nah, you need to wait till end of September, early October. They wanted me to wait. Yeah, um, <laughs> I got mine. It was the second week, I think, of September. Okay. Yeah. But my doctors always told me if you, you know, if you think you might need another one, you can get one after the first of the year. You know, but I've never had an issue with it. I've only gotten the flu twice in my life. I've gotten the bad flu once. I don't know what the other stuff was that I got, whether mm-hmm. it was a stomach virus, whatever. But mm-hmm. I remember I got influenza so bad that it, I got uh, what the walking pneumonia, they called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've had pneumonia several times. And that was, well, that, you know, and I never really thought about, I mean, I knew I was really sick and then I got pneumonia and someone said that was influenza you had because I was horribly sick. Mm. I mean, I, it was, and just a couple of years ago when there was a bad flu strain and my doctor said, you get the flu? And I go, well, I don't know. I mean, I've been sick. He goes, no, you'd know. Mm. And I forget, he was really insistent because, you know, this is a bad strain this year. It's bad. Mm-hmm. And so I've only got it the one time. And, and I mean, it was it was horrible. I mean, it was the worst I've ever been yeah. sick Yeah, for about a two-day period, two- or three-day period. And, I mean, it was brutal. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't do anything. I mean, it was just – it was uh, <clears throat> it was bad. But, you know, you just – you wonder. I mean, those are the things you don't know. I mean, you just wonder – on so many different of these viruses and things like that, you know, flu, you know, and COVID is a perfect example that, you know, what is the, you never hear it. You never hear, okay, uh, this is, I I think, I don't know if it was, I don't know if it was the CDC that did it, but um, there was some organization out there that said they believe a hundred percent of the people have been infected with it. Yeah, that would, Sound about right by this time. By now, yeah. By you know, and they actually said a ways back. You know, unless you're a in solitary confinement and seeing nobody, you know that that you have uh, that you've uh, you've you've gotten it. But it's just a, I don't know. I just I find it. I, I I guess you would look and say, okay, if everybody has gotten it, then how long does the immunity last? Well, I would think that your your body is always, uh, again, if you're not, if you don't have a compromised immunity to begin with, your body is always building immunity to all of it because you're likely repeatedly exposed to COVID. 
That's what I mean. Uh, yeah, exactly. Not just because of you you got it. It's that you're constantly being hit by it. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we don't know is the average person, do they actually have immunity from it? Likely. Yeah. And that isn't being talked about. Yeah. Yeah, likely. Now, the polling really shows what we know to be the truth. The majority of people who are going to get this vaccine are elderly. Mm-hmm. They're the most susceptible. Right. The ones who are greatly right. concerned and ab- it, because of their right. own and compromised it, immunity. And it doesn't matter that the CDC is recommending it for children six months and older. Most people, more than half, are not going to let their children child get it. Why? They know the science on it. It doesn't mm-hmm. really affect children. Mm-hmm. And there are questions about the vaccine, especially at a very, very young age. Mm-hmm. And so really the polls, and there are some people, you know, that, you know, I there are people that are wearing, I see people with the paper masks on every single day, mm-hmm. every single day walking around, believing it. And it's like, you want to go up to them and say, you know, that doesn't do anything. They may quote Fauci, though. If it settles their nerves, you know, I mean, it, they <laughs> they tend to stand out, you know, but if it makes them feel mm-hmm. more comfortable... Okay, fine. Just don't give me a mandate. And they still say it on the plane. I've been uh, flying out, uh, flying a lot lately. By the way, masks are optional, but please respect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if a person chooses to wear a mask or not to wear a mask. Yep. Yeah, I had a captain, uh, uh, airline captain, <laughs> say something to the effect of, it, yeah, don't get me started about mandates, but respect others and what their choice is. And that's it. And that's where we are as a society. It's where we've always been because we are always taking risks every single day. Um, and we should be able to assess our own risks. And that's exactly how we behave. There was no way you were ever going to control the complete behavior of an entire global society, period. Even shutdowns. Well, you can only go from A to B and only for these excuses. Oh, <laughs> okay. man. Nobody Remember was that? enforcing that. Wow. Nobody enforced it. No, ever. didn't. And even though we Except had- Tom Brady. Even though we had our letters. <laughs> yeah, which was bogus. And and Tom Brady in a park. Well, that showed us. They'll go after the rich and the elite. That's right. You know. How dare you? Well, we knew at that time when they came down with the when they started closing down outdoor parks. And even I believe it was in I don't know if it was in my county or Dallas County, where they did the whole thing that only four kids can play together outside. Yeah, so I don't, I don't remember that in my county, but nobody ever enforced it. No, I don't think everybody did. It was, nobody ever. But enforced the fact it. that they they may have closed a couple of parks here and there, but they didn't yeah. enforce we had, anything of of the the big shutdown mandates because you can't because people have to go 
and get groceries. People have to, some people still had to go to work. You know, you still had to, and, and, and there was the problem to begin with. Something we called shared air from the beginning. And the dynamics of these bogus shutdowns where multiple people, uh, basically everyone in that household is likely going to be leaving at some point a few times a week at least and coming back into that household. And then they're going to all be in close confined quarters and not be going outside because they've been told not to go outside. And that was going to and be that was going going to be how this or, really be, or, became or, infectious to others or outside in groups. Mm-hmm. And then in the summer of 2020 with the riots where, OK, as long as you're as long as you're in a defund the police riot, you're OK. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. And, you know, it just became, and I think had it been handled differently, well, first of all, I don't even know if any of the vaccines would be on the market yet. How much testing would you need in a real scenario? Because it's only 2023. Probably seven years. The vaccines haven't been out three years yet. 86690 Red Eye. We'll be right back with more Red Eye Radio with Eric Harley and Gary McNamara. It's Friday Radio. He is Eric Curley, and I'm Gary McNamara. Yeah, that one story from San Francisco uh, that nearly all San Francisco restaurants that were polled were vandalized in the last month. Like over yeah. 90%. Yeah. Like 97%. Look, all is lost polls. in San Francisco for those who want to live in a peaceful lawful area that city is not it you can't i don't know how you conduct any business in that city i really don't neither do i This is Red Eye Radio on Westwood One. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was a three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. The Bigger Pockets portfolio of podcasts are worthy of your investment. We're having a real conversation as real real estate investors. New episodes available every day. It's important to buy where it makes money and not necessarily where you want to travel to. Bigger Pockets on the market, rookie real estate or money podcasts. 
The purpose of flipping is to create more cash so then you can reinvest into other types of properties. The Bigger Pockets Podcast on YouTube or wherever you listen.